You are now listening to Vibe Selection with Kyra, where you can get the real on today's hot topics. Well, welcome, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Vibe Selection. I am your host, Kyra, and on today's episode, I wanted to talk about if background checks should be implemented when it comes to online dating today. But before I touch on that topic, I kind of wanted to talk about this recent scandal regarding so-called relationship guru, Derek Jackson. So for those of you who are familiar with Derek, you can find him in the comment section in the shade room or anywhere on social media, preferably Instagram. Um, Recently, he was put on blast uh, for being a serial cheater. And many were surprised to actually figure out that Derek was actually married. That's something that surprised a lot of people. There isn't really much of her being displayed on his Instagram. And to be honest, he portrays himself as this single man who's a so-called relationship guru and pretty much just tries to uh, portray himself as being larger than life. You know, he says a lot of mush mouth stuff and it always seems like he's demeaning men when it comes to a lot of his commentary. If you actually looked at his videos and he's actually come under fire a couple of times in regards to um, other people that had been put on blast for their infidelities and How is it that, ironically, Derek has his own scandal where he's portraying himself to be, you know, this this man who has it together and someone that is going to help single women find a man and knowing the key to a woman's heart and all of these things and come to find out, you know, he's someone that is living a double life. He's cheating on his wife. He's not living up to what he actually preaches himself. Um... One thing that really got me about that video that he made with his wife is not only how he allowed his wife to appear on the video. You know, a lot of people were making comments about that, how she had a uh, on a bonnet, how she looked like she pretty much just rolled out of bed and pretty much came to do this video for Derek. You know, it was kind of sad to see how she looked really out of it and just completely disengaged and disconnected from the situation in the relationship as a whole. Like for me, in situations like this, you know, what what does it matter if you're getting a certain lifestyle when it's really about your peace of mind? If why be in a relationship with someone, even though they're giving you this, you know, larger than life lifestyle if they're not emotionally fulfilling you but you know I digress that's what some people do and that's some what some people like to choose for themselves but another thing that got me about Derek was how narcissistic he came off you know it was weird he was talking in a third person a lot um and it just kind of seemed like he was gaslighting a lot of his issues he was blaming god i mean him and his wife kept bringing god up into the equation a lot throughout that video and one thing that i want to say that i can't stand is every time someone is involved in a scandal regarding them their wrongdoings a lot of people like to bring god into the equation and let me tell you something if it's one thing if it's a couple of things actually god gave us all is, you know, a brain and the ability to make your own decision in life. So I do not feel like it is fair to gaslight God into these types of situations where you know right from wrong. You know, Derek was preaching about men being faithful to their wives and, you know, how to identify 
uh, a woman who might be a thought. I mean, he was saying all types of stuff. So it leads me to believe, okay, if you're preaching about all of this stuff and you're doing the complete opposite, you're saying to be faithful in a relationship, but yet you're cheating, you know what you were doing wrong. So why bring God into the equation? You know, and the fact that he was on there promoting his book in the comments section. I mean, I'm sure there's still going to be a couple of people that are still going to buy his, you know, janky ass book full of lies right after this. But, you know, it just goes to show that if people continue to it goes to show that we should not, you know, represent these false prophets, you know, these fake ass relationship gurus, these people who are so-called relationship goals, but are leading completely double life. I don't idolize these people just because of what they portray on social media. You never know the lives that people are living. You know, there's a lot of people that are just smoking mirrors. And this is a prime example of that. A man that's out here portraying himself to be a single man. And yes, his wife to it to an extent is in on the situation. She knows that she's not being displayed on his social media account and she could care less because it's about the lifestyle for her at this point. I think it's about the lifestyle in general when it comes to the relationship. But for all those other people who supported him throughout this time, I mean, Derek has been a relationship guru for well over, I think, nine years now. So to see the fact that he's been hiding his wife for that long, to me, is just very, very sad. But, you know, like I said, this just goes to show that we should not, you know, hold these types of people to a high standard, a high regard. You know, at the end of the day, we all need to be our own um, relationship goals. You know what I'm saying? Don't rely on other people to be the ideal for you. Make your own ideal when it comes to relationships. So so sometimes you really never know about people, you know, some of these relationship gurus and influencers on social media could portray themselves to be one way, but at the end of the day, like in Derek's particular situation, this man got more baggage than a than a grocery store. So you just have to be mindful and really, really do your research when it comes to people and just be really vigilant. Not even the research part, just be extremely vigilant about who you're idolizing or who we're putting on a pedestal here. Because at the end of the day, they could be someone that really doesn't have a good moral compass about themselves. So you just really got to look out for that. But that's all I wanted to really talk about in regards to that situation. Now, on to today's topic of discussion, if people, if these online dating sites should actually implement uh, background checks on um, their potential dates, um, I would definitely say yes. And here is why. So I've been someone that has used online dating sites before. And let me just tell you, there is a lot of uh, very crazy ass people out there. And I recently came across an article from um, the Washington Post where what made them actually decide to implement this new rule on Tinder. So in the article, it says match group, the datings app parent company said on money that it is investing in background check nonprofit Garbo and will integrate background check feature in the app later this year. Eventually, the feature could expand match and other dating sites, which include match.com, OkCupid, as well as Hinge. Many dating apps, Tinder included, only require people to use a first name, age and photo on the site. Some sites let users u- use each other's 
full names once they match or both choose each other and are able to start messaging others requires users exchanging information themselves. And it says, for years, dating app users, especially women, have come up in their own ways to screen dates. They talk to each other and spread the word about problematic people. Some pay for background check services. Others figure out dates, full names, and Google them relentlessly. When it comes to dates, many make sure that the initial meeting takes place in a crowded public place. And many know that their friends and family members know about their whereabouts to end to know a certain check-in times when they go on these particular dates. Adding garble service, which will be available to users for yet to be determined some, will give women the information before they decide how they want to proceed with the dates, said Tracy Breeden, Match's head of safety and social advocacy. This gives them the opportunity and the comfort level, he said in an interview. Maybe they want more information about the people before they do a video chat. Maybe they want more information before they meet the people. Before they meet in person, Tinder is aware that many users are Googling each other anyways, Breeden said, and this is one of the tools for people who are interested. Safety and dating sites have been a top of mind issue for users for years. A 2020 report from the Pew Search Center found that over 60% of female users younger than 35 said someone on a dating service continued to contact them even after they weren't interested. In a similar share, 57% report being a sexually explicit message or image that they didn't ask for. Child, Lord knows I've come across that quite a few times with dealing with dudes who want to continue to video message me or send me crazy pictures. I mean, it just goes to show that, you know, the, the background checks on this dating site and on dating sites in general definitely should be implemented because this type of activity happens way too often. It also says the Rape and Abuse Incest National Network points that out points out that dating apps do not conduct criminal background checks on their users and it encourages online daters to keep their safety precautions in mind. To use Garble, Tinder users will need to know their date's first name, phone number, and information presumably through chatting online and texting. Garble will give them a report of the person's criminal history pulling from public records. They're also are a few international limitations to this report, however, and Garble is focused on violent crimes, said founder and CEO Catherine. It won't provide any information on drug possessions or traffic violations, which have a disproportionate impact on marginalized group, the company said in a news release. Garble wants to stand apart from the other background check services, and it won't provide people's emails or addresses. In an effort to cut down on doxing, and stalking. Garber also says it pulls arrest records from convictions, order of protection, and other records from publicly available sources and compiles them for consumers. Its goal is to make records available cheaper and faster than going directly to many public agencies. So I think that this is absolutely awesome. Um, like I said before, I've definitely dealt with some pretty creepy crawlers when it's come to the online dating scene. And I feel like it is necessary, especially not knowing a person and knowing what their capabilities are, not knowing whether or not they're a convicted felon, whether they're a murderer, rapist, a child molester, you don't know these days. And there's so many sketchy people when it comes to these online dating sites. Um, luckily, I haven't been in any situations where it's gotten too crazy, but I've definitely heard my fair share of stories. And I also came across another article where it was talking about 
this guy who went to uh, a grinder site, who was on a grinder site. Now, mind you, I do feel like when it comes to Tinder and Grinder and all these places, they're more hookup sites. Even though they're for dating, most people use Tinder for hooking up. But aside from all of that, there are definitely people that use Tinder to find real love on there. And I'm sure there's been some people who have been successful. But I came across this article of this guy who went on a date, a Grinder date. And I do want to let you know that this article is pretty graphic. So viewer discretion is a vibe. This was an absolutely horrific and vicious attack um, that was made against this young man. And in an article for KLFY Channel 10 in Alabama, it says in June of 2020, 18-year-old Holden White from Louisiana went on a grinder date after a month of talking to play video games over 19-year-old Chan Seneca's house. While playing video games, however, Seneca was attacked from behind with a cord until he lost consciousness. He then woke up and found himself in a bathtub where Seneca was attempting to sever his wrist and cause deep stab wounds to White's neck. By the grace of God, however, White survived the vicious and horrific attack and woke up three days later after being in a coma. My God, my God. A month later, White was released from the hospital and it's been seven months since the attack and White has regained the ability to use his right hand and is luckily back at work and back on the dating app, he says, which I don't think is so lucky. If a vicious attack like this happened to me, I will definitely say I don't think I would ever be back on online dating ever. But he says he's now going on going on dates in public. Now, White plans on filing hate crime charges against Seneca, who admitted to targeting a gay man on a Grindr app. And this matter is currently being investigated by the FBI. And Seneca is uh, scheduled to appear in court for pretrial on March 3rd, 2021. Now, it is by the grace of God, like I said, that this young man was able to survive this absolutely horrific and brutal attack. But if we do have the ability to run background checks on these online dating sites, we lower the risk of these situations being able to happen. Um, Now, I know in this particular situation, the young man ended up going to the guy's house, even though they were only talking for a month, they still really didn't know each other. So I definitely feel like when it comes to dating people, it is absolutely best to go on dates in public. You know, get to know the person a little bit longer before you decide to go to someone's house because you never really know about people. You never really know what they what thoughts they have in their minds, what they're really about, you know, their criminal history or anything, anything like that. So I definitely feel like after listening to this story, that background check should be implemented. Now, I know right now with the whole pandemic, it has been very, very hard for a lot of people to do uh to go out and date in general, you know, and I understand why people do online dating. A lot of people are doing online dating because they don't have the time and the ability to go out and meet people organically, going to the club, going to the bar or wherever, you know, so it is a convenient way for people to get to know others by doing online dating. And too often you hear people going on dates and end up missing or being uh, date raped or killed. And even though people do searches on Google or Facebook and Instagram, 
sometimes there's not enough information that is presented to you to be able to go off of when it comes to running little checks on people that you may be talking to on online dating sites. Um, I know I'm someone who does searches on all people that I've talked to on these sites. And sometimes I've been lucky enough to find some good information. And other times they don't either have an account at all or there's minimal amount of information available. So you could be talking to someone you met online or on the phone and went on a few dates with them. And the next thing you know, they could be trying to attack you. And by doing a simple search, you could show that this person has a long history of violence, maybe, you know, maybe a a, a long rap sheet of criminal history that you don't know about just because you're talking to them on an online dating site because that information isn't made available to you. So even if they do have a social media account, people can still display what they want you to see. I mean, it could all look good, but the person could be a monster in reality. So there's so many examples of online dating situations that have gone bad. Um, Some of the people that do online dating are people who no one paid attention to in school. Maybe they were awkward girl or the awkward guy that never got any play from others and are using, you know, others picks to catfish people, too. That's another really huge thing when it comes to online dating in this is the catfishing. And even though they're living behind someone else's photo, the fact that they can emotionally manipulate someone else to boost their low self-esteem or that person could be catfishing you and you not know it. And then you go on a date with them and they try to do harm to you. I mean, that's a scary fact, too. You don't really know who's behind the computer a lot of times, like I said. So background checks would definitely help that on these social media uh, sites. There's so many people who are not mentally stable that go on, like I said, because they were that awkward guy or girl, or they don't really have the self-esteem to put themselves out there. So this is a perfect way by them doing catfishing and lying and all of this stuff, you know, to go on online dating sites to manipulate people, to get people to do harm to them ultimately. And you never really know. But there are some pros when it comes to online dating, which are it's a means of communicating and coming into contact with your ideal person. Um, You're able to filter out what it is that you're looking for and what qualities that you look for in someone in online dating that you aren't necessarily able to do if you met someone at a club or a bar. Another thing is it's a convenient way of finding a partner when you may have a really busy lifestyle that doesn't give you the time to go out and date someone organically. Like I said before, whether it's going to a club or a bar or meeting someone through a mutual friend, online dating allots you that time that you may not have in your regular life to be able to find someone to connect with. And thirdly, you know, you're able to connect with people from all over the world. I mean, the sky's the limit. You know, you might have moved to another state and you're looking to find a match. And with online dating, you're able to find someone within that area that you moved to, you know. So it's just very convenient for a lot of people. But you still have to be on the lookout for people that could be plotting something. You know, not everybody has good intentions when it comes to online dating. So it's just about being very vigilant as a person, listening to your instincts, knowing the right moves to make, knowing to when you go on a date with someone, you meet them in public, you don't meet them in private places. And the cons to online dating are, you know, it's a risky situation. You never really know who you're talking to or who's the person behind the screen. It can be a very dangerous situation. Um, You could be even talking to someone for 
a month or two. Maybe you have two or three outings on dates in public. And then that's one particular situation where you're in a more isolated situation with that person and they try to do harm to you and come to find out maybe they have a long rap sheet of violence against other people that you had no idea about. And by doing a simple, having the ability to have a background check on someone on these online dating sites could have lowered that risk of harm actually happening to you. You know, like I already mentioned about the horrific situation with the young man from Louisiana where even though they were talking for a whole month, that one time when he went on a date with him, even though it was in a secluded area, you know, that could have possibly took his life forever. He could have he could have died from that situation. And like I said, it's by the grace of God that he was able to survive that horrific attack. But these are more reasons for why people need to do background searches on people when they go on dates with them. Also, like I mentioned earlier in the show about the statistics about women getting attacked on these online dating sites, I know that I've been a person where I maybe wasn't interested in someone and they're still trying to call me and get in contact with me. And, you know, luckily, luckily it didn't go any further. But just think about the amount of people who have been in the same situations or similar situations where aren't so lucky in this situation. So... Let me give you guys all a few tips on ways that you can stay safe when you go on these online dating sites and when you go on these dates. Now, one, make sure you get a first and last name if you possibly can. I know a lot of people are pretty reluctant on giving last names, but most of the times they'll get a first name. And even with that first name, if you do a quick search on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or something like that, you know, oftentimes a profile will pop up. You may have to filter through a few in order to find that person, but getting a name is most important. That definitely does help. Um, secondly, be the police. Ask as many questions as possible. You know, if the person is single, if they got kids, they got an arrest record, etc. I know I definitely will say that I haven't always been the best at asking questions only because I was a little hesitant on maybe turning the person off. I didn't want them to think that I was being overbearing with all my questions. But, you know, like I said, in these particular situations where there's so many crazy people out there, you need to absolutely ask as many questions as possible. Who cares what that person thinks? You know, you need to make sure that you're safe in a situation. So, once you get that, when you when you once you get that person's information, their first, their last name, you're asking all these questions, and then now you're getting to the point where you're getting the person's number, and you're deciding to connect off of social media or off off the online dating site. The number one thing that I have done is I do reverse phone lookups on them. Plug their number into social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Google, and see what you can find on them. Check out all their posts. Like oftentimes you don't realize how uh, what the person posts tells you a lot about the person in general, what they're writing on Twitter. What are they tweeting about? Like, are they mentally stable? Are they tweeting a bunch of irrational stuff? You know, you can find a lot about a person and what they're about based on what they write on social media oftentimes. Um, Another thing is, when going on these dates, make sure that you tell someone where you're going. A friend, 
a family member, give them the name, the first, the last name, the phone number. If you're able to actually get an address on the person, give that person, give that friend or family member the address as well. And and even pictures, because I know a lot of times on uh, dating sites, people often exchange pictures too. So, you know, you sending them a photo of that person so that they know what they look like just in case something happens. The police have a picture of this person on file and they can even look them up. Sometimes a This person may be such a criminal where they're seeing a photo and they already know who they are. So you never really know. And ultimately have a safe word when it comes to uh, telling friends or family members when you're going on these dates. You know, uh, like, I don't know, Cole Red or whatever it is that you feel like is a good safe word to use in these particular situations. And also make sure you're meeting in public. Don't go to their house on the first, second, or really even the third date. Just be very vigilant when it comes to going on dates with people in secluded areas. Even though you could be going on a date with someone for a few couple of times you never really know what the person's intentions are so just stick to going on dates in public for I say a good two months and then I also recommend people to do this which is carry some pepper spray carry a taser a pocket knife or bat in your trunk for protection I don't care what anyone says safety first by all means necessary protect your life and your well-being it doesn't matter what anybody else says and most of all trust and listen to your instincts if that voice inside of you in your head is telling you no you better listen to that it's a warning from the high heavens honey to get a Away from danger that ultimately lies ahead. Oftentimes we hear voices in our head that are telling us to stay away from danger, don't go in a particular uh, area, don't go with a particular person. And those are voices that are telling you to do the right thing, to be vigilant about situations. That's ultimately what dating, when you're going on these dates, is about. You have to have good intuition and good instincts because you never know. Like I said, you could be going on a date with someone for two months in public and they complete. They could be a complete nightmare at the end of the date when you're going on a secluded one with them. So you never really know. But I'm curious to know what all of you guys think about the situation. I'm sure there's listeners on here that have been on online dating sites and pretty sure they've come across some a few interesting or crazy people on there. So I'm interested in knowing what you guys think when it comes to running background checks on these online dating sites. Do you think that that's something that should be implemented or do you feel like that is an invasion of privacy? Let me know what you guys think about the situation. You can slide in my DMs. You can comment on a post. You can hit me up on Twitter. So that does it for today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me for another episode episode of Vibe Selection. I'm your host, Kyra, and make sure you go and get your Vibe Selection merchandise at www.teespring.com slash Vibe Selection. You can follow me at, on Instagram at I am Kyra Mahoney, or you can tweet me on Twitter at vibe underscore selection. Let me know your thoughts about this whole topic. I know it is something that, like I said, a lot of people have gone through before. So I'm interested in knowing what you all think. But thank you for tuning in and I'll see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for joining Vibe Selection with Kyra. Come vibe out with us again next time and hear the latest on today's hot topics. Find us on Instagram at I am Kyra Mahoney or donate at www.patreon.com slash vibe selection.